News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. This is the morning news feed. I'm Chris Murphy. That's Greg Bishop back from vacation. 741 now at 217-629-7970. And we're joined in this half hour by Ward 1 Alderman Chuck Redpath. And uh, Chuck, good morning to you. And uh, you're a guy that I've had the pleasure of covering for a number of decades here. And usually when when things get a little heated, it kind of rolls like water off a duck's back with you. This uh, comment that was printed in the paper, Illinois Times, that that uh, one of your colleagues made really stuck in your craw. What about it did? Well, good morning, Greg. Uh, obviously, it did. Uh, you know, um, uh, it, it, this is an institution that we don't need to be bickering like silly kids in grade school. And um, to make those kind of comments was kind of offensive because uh, we are made up of professionals and quality people who are trying to do their best to serve the city. And when somebody makes those kind of remarks, it absolutely uh, – twisted the wrong way for me most people would cower away from that type of stuff but i never will alderman um of course these comments were published by the illinois times and another one that um kind of raised uh, my ear a bit was uh, uh the alderman saying that uh, he expected to get a, a government job after being elected um, yeah you know that 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 was uh, the whole article kind of was not really a resume builder for the young man and and to be honest with you uh uh, that's not why you do this business. Uh, most everybody, I, I can tell you all the people that are on the city council have jobs and had jobs before they ever got elected to the city council. And they're not expecting that type of uh, consideration when they're when they're going to run for city office. Uh, I was a police officer for over 30 years at the state and uh, in the military for 30 years. So I didn't need a job when I got there. I'm doing it for public service and to serve my community. When you've got these kind of conversations going back and forth, and um, we'll get your reaction to this uh, proposal to censure uh, Alderman and uh, some of the back and forth between Alderwoman Doris Turner and uh, Alderman um, uh, Joe McMiniman, but um, what does that do to, uh, I guess, the overall how business is conducted at City Hall whenever you've got some of the stuff that's being published versus what's being talked about openly in the city council chambers and people talking over each other. And even you having to use the gavel uh, from time to time when you've been the committee of the whole chair. Yeah. You know, that's, that's very important that who's ever in charge of the meeting and the mayor likes to let people talk and it's, it's, it's the way he does business. And, but uh, you know, you got, as the chairman, you got to keep the, you got to keep the uh, you know, the, it's civil and you got to make sure that we're talking about city business and not trying to be personal. You know, uh, the comments that were made by, uh, Alderman McMinimum, uh, I sat back and listened to him. And as soon as I heard him start talking, I knew they were going the wrong direction. And see, that's when the mayor or whoever the chairman is needs to step in and say, Hey, look, this can't be, can't make this stuff personal. And you're and you need to, we need to get back on track on things. Um, when they're printed in a paper or a paper, um, it makes it even worse. And, you know, I have constituents calling me asking me, hey, you're not going to stand for this, are you? And obviously I wouldn't. But but you know what? We have to get back to the professional uh, quorum that we're supposed to be. And uh, I, it really just, it's just twisted me the wrong way, fellas. 
Alderman Chuck Redpath joining us, uh, reacting to some of the uh, decorum within the city council chambers and even off the field uh, with comments being made that were published in the Illinois Times by another alderman. Uh, we've got this measure being uh, promoted by Alderwoman Doris Turner that seems to be targeting uh, Alderman Joe McMiniman to censure. Uh, have you seen this proposal and what are your thoughts on that? I have not seen it. Uh, that was not a, a original proposal. There was one uh, last uh, fall that uh, that the city council was considering against Mr. McMinimum, and uh, you know we pulled that back, hoping that that wouldn't get to that point. I know Alderman Turner was very upset with uh, the comments he made, and and finally, I think, frankly, had enough uh, as some of the other members of the council and and even some of the staff. So um, I think it's coming, and I think it's probably going to be discussed. If not tomorrow night, uh, it'll be discussed in the near future. I, I believe it's coming tomorrow night, so well, I'm not sure. But what things should be, you know, rise to the level of censure? Um, should it be, you know, somebody making comments that may offend somebody, or should it be somebody who's out of order, like we've seen multiple times in the past month or so? Uh, and I've seen happen time and time again covering the city council, people uh, out of order uh, practically yelling at other yeah, members yeah. of the council. And that, and that goes back to the to the leadership on the who's in, in the chair. You you got to keep order, and being out of order is one thing, but uh, making personal or or dis discriminatory comments uh, is a different thing. And I think that uh, she has a, a point, and I don't think that I think that uh, the alderman has had uh, a couple warnings, and and uh, frankly. I think they've just had enough. I, you got to keep control. The the mayor does not drop the gavel enough. He needs to. He needs to. When we get people that walk up there and start insulting us at the city council, first thing I do is say, "Hey, they're out of order. Stop this," because you know the mayor's just. He said, "Well, they're entitled to speak." No, they're not entitled to do that. When they direct uh, derogatory comments to individual aldermen or the council itself. It can't be tolerated. Uh, this is he has to take control, and I know that I, when I'm chairman of the committee of the whole, I won't I won't allow it. I make people address the chair. You don't address individuals, and you don't you don't take on people personally. Alderman Chuck Redpath is with us on News Talk ninety four point seven and nine seventy WMAY. Alderman Redpath, Alderman Turner's uh, accusations toward McMiniman said borderline assault. Basically, you know, have you seen anything like that? That would that would uh, uh, you know obviously a strong statement. Have you seen anything like that from Alderman McMiniman that would uh, rise to that level? I don't. I don't believe assault is uh, is probably the, the right direction. I, I think offensive is more more in line of what uh, his comments were. And uh, you know, uh, the guy set up there. I've never seen him in this kind of conduct uh, last week when he made his formal apology. And I can tell you that from where I was sitting, it was sincere. And I think he understood that his comments were offensive and. And I believe he really has remorse about what he said in the meet, in the meeting prior to that. So when they ask, Does, do you accept his apology, I immediately said, of course. But, of course, I directed my comments then to Alderman uh, Gregory and said, and now we need to talk about yours, you know, because uh, that was offensive. And if we're, gonna, if we're going after this guy, you're right in the same category right now. Yeah, he, he denied saying that, too. Do you believe him? No. And I, I uh, listen. Uh, I don't always agree with Bruce Rushton. No offense, but I, I don't always agree with Bruce Rushton. I sometimes I think he he prints the sensationalism and don't always have the facts. But 
This is a, a rookie mistake by a rookie alderman who is new and was trying to uh, do something like clear the air. One of people know, hey, I've got a bad past, and uh, I'm trying to get myself back in, back in line. And so when he said I didn't say it, it was, I was misquoted. Immediately, I said to myself, that's, that's not accurate. He, and then Bruce, uh, I believe Mr. Rushton, was interviewed by the General Register where they said, where he told the reporter, I stand by my story. That's exactly what he said to me. And, you know, you guys are in the press, and you understand that most of the time I get recorded when I do interviews. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and sure. So, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, yeah, I, there's there's on-record conversations. There's off-record conversations. There's background conversations. And right. uh, it's incumbent upon the uh, elected official to make that clear. You bet, and and uh, most most uh, most reporters that I've I've been interviewed thousands of times in my thirty years on the city council. I can tell you that most of the time a reporter say, "I'm gonna do you care if I record this or I'm, I'm going to record this or right. that kind of thing." And it, this is and there's times when I said off the record, "I want to tell you this," and you know that's the kind of thing you got to you got to make sure you're clear before you start talking. And the reporter and, also know, has to um, um, recognize that. And ultimately, we're, we're short on time here, but. Yeah, in my and this is my opinion, kind of coming into here. I think that a lot of the conversation we've had right now, it distracts from the city business that is pertinent and dire. Absolutely, we've got a how much absolutely. of tax revenue that is going to be not accessible or not there because of COVID. How are we going to manage the city's budget moving forward and keep the services in place? I, I think that when we have these kind of uh, sidebar conversations, it really does distract from those pertinent, important conversations. They absolutely do. And, you know, we got really serious business in front of us. We got a utility that we're getting ready to uh, transform. Uh, we're going to have to figure out how we're going to make up the revenue that we're missing from COVID. We got issues uh, with people trying to defund our police. We got uh, issues in uh, society issues. We haven't got time for this Mickey Mouse Junior High School stuff. We need to get back to business and treat people as professionals and all and and get the city moving forward again. And as somebody who has a Mickey Mouse tattoo on my right leg, I'm not offended in the least. In the least. Not offended in the least. Just to make sure that that was Chris who has the Mickey Mouse tattoo, not Bishop. I don't have that Mickey Mouse tattoo. Right. Alderman Chuck Redpath, greatly appreciate you coming on this morning. And uh, No worries, guys. There. Thank you very much, and Thanks. have a great day. Hey, you you too. too. We'll talk to you later. Ward 1 Alderman Chuck Redpath. It is